Welcome to this day in history class from HowStuffWorks.com and from the desk of Stuff You Missed in History Class. It's the show where we explore the past one day at a time with a quick look at what happened today in history. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Tracy V. Wilson and it's September 29th. Rudolf Diesel disappeared on this day in 1913, which is also generally marked as the day of his death. Of course, Rudolf Diesel is best known as an engineer, the inventor of the diesel engine. He was born in Paris to German parents on March 18th of 1858, and he lived in France until the family was deported in 1870 due to the Franco-German War. Although the family was deported to England, Diesel was sent to his father's hometown of Augsburg, Germany. He showed an enormous aptitude for engineering as soon as he enrolled in school there, and he decided to be an engineer at the age of 14. As he continued his studies, he was really captivated by lectures he attended that were given by Carl von Linde. These were on thermodynamics. And what he became really focused on was trying to replace the steam engine, which was incredibly inefficient. It takes a lot of energy to make the steam required to run a steam engine. About 90% of the energy used in a steam engine is just wasted. And at this point, trains, ships, and factories were pretty much all running on steam. People were mostly traveling by horse. There also were some internal combustion engines in use, but they also were very inefficient. So Diesel was working on an engine that would inject fuel into the engine's combustion chamber, where the air inside of it was compressed to the point that it was very hot. That would cause the fuel to spontaneously ignite. So this engine worked without an ignition system and without spark plugs. Today, we associate diesel engines with diesel fuel, but Rudolf Diesel was designing them to run on vegetable or peanut oil. His first engine was more than twice as efficient as a steam engine, and he got a patent for it in 1892. But he kept on improving his design, trying to make it more and more efficient. And at first, his his invention seemed to be catching on. He was making a fair amount of money. By 1912, there were tens of thousands of diesel engines in use, especially in factories, most of them replacing steam engines. But these early models of the diesel engine had some problems. It was true, they were a lot more efficient than what they were replacing, but they often weren't as reliable as what they were replacing. So dissatisfied customers demanded their money back. On September 29th, 1913, Rudolf Diesel was traveling from Antwerp, Belgium to Harwick, England on the steamship Dresden. He was headed there to meet with the British Navy about the idea of using diesel engines in submarines. And that night, he disappeared from the deck. In the morning, his bed was found not to have been slept in. Then on October 10th, a sailor spotted a body in the water that turned out to be diesels. There is a lot of mystery still surrounding this. Conspiracy theories started circulating all over the place at the time, connected to everything from the oncoming First World War to, just in general, the British wanting to not have to pay licensing fees on his invention. It was officially ruled that he had taken his own life, but many people believed and still believe that he was murdered. The diesel engine continued to be incredibly influential in the years after Diesel's death, though. It was used in railroads, and especially in the years after World War II, it became standard in trucks and buses. 
The diesel engine's high efficiency made it a lot more economical for hauling really heavy loads of cargo or passengers than the other options available at the time. And of course, today there are cars with diesel engines, including those that run on biodiesel, although diesel automobile engines hadn't been developed yet during Rudolf Diesel's lifetime. He was working on much larger engines for much larger uses. Thanks to Christopher Hasiotis for his research work on today's episode and to Tari Harrison for all her audio work on this podcast. You can subscribe to this day in history class on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever else you get your podcasts. Tune in tomorrow for a colossal aircraft. <laughs>